It's the third Thursday of August, and you're listening to 3 Minute 3 R's, a monthly recap of recent efforts to replace, reduce, and refine the use of research animals. This month, we're taking a look at aging and frailty indexes and how to train your rats. But first, let's hear a bit about polio. Wouldn't it be great if we could avoid the use of non-human primates when assessing the safety of inactivated polio virus vaccine? Recently, researchers have demonstrated it is possible to do so using the L20B cell line instead. This standardised cell line is highly sensitive and specific to the virus, with a similar limit of detection for residual infectious poliovirus as primary monkey kidney cells. These current models can be difficult to standardise due to differing levels of poliovirus sensitivity between batches of cells from non-human primates. This reduces the reliability of the poliovirus vaccine assessments. By developing the L20B cell-based model, the researchers have provided a renewable cell line that can prevent non-human primates being used to generate primary cells. To see how the team did it, read the paper by Cynthia Chappell and colleagues, published in the March issue of the Journal of Virological Methods. Next up, aging and the lab mouse. Studies of aging and longevity continue to be of great interest. Advances in preventing and treating human diseases and improved surgical methods and technologies are extending lifespan. But with prolonged life comes the question, at what cost, if we live longer yet become frail and bewildered? There is a growing interest in not only longevity, but also in reducing frailty. Mouse models are the perfect mammalian species in which to study the processes of aging and frailty. The laboratory of James Kirkland from the Mayo Clinic, for example, recently published in Nature Medicine a study showing that lifespan is increased by reducing pro-inflammatory senescent cell burden. Two-year-old mice treated bi-weekly with the agents desatinib and quercetin had a 35% longer lifespan. The laboratories of Sarah Hilmer in New South Wales, Australia, and Raphael de Cabo at the National Institute of Aging have been developing and refining a frailty index for laboratory animals. Key metrics of the frailty index include walking speed and heart rate, readily measured by non-invasive instrumentation such as Digigate and the ECGenie. Extending life provides new challenges for the practice of the three R's, as animal caretakers will need to ensure long-term care to an increasingly older and more frail population. Finally, how about a drink? Operant conditioning tasks often involve water rewards, but to keep animals motivated, water is otherwise restricted. These animals need extra attention and still need to be given water when their caregivers aren't around. Afterwards, many won't engage with their task until they start to get thirsty again. Rather than restrict water entirely, Pamela Reinigal at the University of California, San Diego, recently tested what would happen if freely available water was just a little less palatable. In her study, published in Frontiers in Behavioral Neuroscience, she found that female Long Evans rats, given ad libitum water mixed with some sour citric acid, drank less than they normally would without detriment to their health. Motivation took a slight hit. The rats completed fewer trials than when they were water-restricted, but they did still engage with the tasks they were trained to do. Even if labs can't spare the trials, Reinigal suggests sour water could be a simple alternative for weekend watering. The rats can stay hydrated, but will still get to work come Monday morning. That's all for August, with thanks to contributions from the NC3Rs, the North American 3Rs Collaborative, and Lab Animal. 
Look us all up online for more information. And don't forget to subscribe to 3 Minute 3 Rs wherever you get your podcasts. See you in September. Thank you.